1: Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, the podcast where two best friends use their patent penny movie ranking scale to determine the true quality of a film. Today is Wednesday, October 11th, 2023, and today we're doing a throwback—a throwback to 2020 when times were simpler and we actually got good Disney MCU shows. Ty, because we're not just reviewing a movie today. Yeah, we're also talking about a Disney Plus MCU show, Loki, episode one. Oh yeah, two time-related movies. Or two time-related properties, I should say, because we got Loki, yeah, and then we got Totally Killer. Totally Killer? Totally Killer. Totally Killer, the time travel killer movie. Yeah. So, totally. Kind of of fitting that uh, Loki came back, uh, just so happened to coincide with this movie I didn't know existed two weeks ago. I mean, is it fitting? I feel like there's a time travel movie releasing every other week. That's fair. Now, if you're here to to listen to Loki, you can listen to Loki. That's going to be the first part of the podcast, and then we're going to jump into Totally Killer. Pause the podcast if you want. Go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime Video, yep. I believe it was on. Free to stream. Free to stream. Everyone in the world owns Amazon. Hour 45 minutes, two hours, you know, just a, an easy, nice watch with your significant other, your parents, your children. I don't know.
0: Yeah, whoever. You
1: above. Maybe not children. I don't know if this is appropriate for children, depending on the age. But There is murder. <laughs> it's going to be a great episode, Ty. I'm excited. I'm excited to actually talk about a spoiler alert good MCU show because it's been a while. Oh, yeah. Let's get into the 60% show. percent of the time, it works. Every time. Don't think. We just become best friends. Yup! I don't do so good. Oh! I'm not fucking leaving!
0: The show goes on!
1: Loki, Season 2, Episode 1, tie. The second Disney Plus MCU show to get a second season. First Disney Plus. Did I say second? Yeah. I'm butchering this all over the place. It's okay. <laughs> Loki's back. It was my favorite of the original MCU shows. Probably the only one that deserves a second season. Relax. WandaVision. Come on. WandaVision's its own unique thing that happened. Second season would be completely different. It's not WandaVision. Fair. I like that as a mini-series, not an ongoing series. <laughs> fair moon knight probably deserves a second season i think it is getting a second season but loki was the best of the bunch it was uh creative it was innovative it was so much different than everything else it was kind of the spinal cord of everything that's happening in this phase of marvel movies yeah and for them to instantly announce that it was getting a sequel that was literally the post credit of the first season the last episode was kind of a big deal so here we are two years later um, I thought the show came out in 2020 and I was like talking to Ryle. I was like, damn, we didn't even have Maurice when we watched this, but it was 2021. So, uh, didn't quite, he was around nail that. Yeah. But it's just crazy to think how long ago that was and how not long ago that was. And some things I forgot, uh, they did a nice job of rehashing what happened in the first season for those who maybe just needed their memory jogged and we just jump right into it. It's there's, there's no lead up. There's no slow build up, It's a str- jump straight back in. Yeah. Um, it's like literally where the last one, like the last episode ends. Right where this one starts. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I was a little worried because the last one, the the season one teases that, you know, Mobius doesn't know who he is. You're like, oh, my God, what happened? Did everything reset? Yeah. Everything did not reset. We find out very quickly on that Loki was just time jumping, whatever they called. And we get Mobius, the regular Mobius, Owen Wilson yeah. coming back. And I was very, very pleased about that. That oh shit moment of no one knows who Loki is goes away. Th- it's over. in First episode. That well, oh shit moment was just to tease. The second season, yeah. baby. It worked. Expert marketing by them. It's wonderful. Um, what did you think? What were your overall thoughts of the episode and having it Loki back on our TV screens? Uh, it's wonderful. It's great. I mean, even this first episode, you can tell there's just something with the writing on this show that stands out so much more than everything else they've put on Disney Plus. Yep. I-, I mean, it's it's actually like gripping. You want to know? Can't wait. You know, kind of TV, mm-hmm. whereas the other ones, WandaVision, very good. Uh, that was right there with it. Everything else has kind of been like, okay, this is fun, but it's not like edgier seat necessarily. Whereas this one, it just keeps you hooked. You start a new season, and we're we're already right back in it. Yeah. And it just, it's the best thing they've made in the past probably. When did Endgame come out? 2018?
0: I no, think, come on. I
1: think it's the best writing since 2018. One WandaVision? I think it's, yes, the best writing <sighs> since we're asleep. You're forgetting about how good Wandavision is, Ty. We talked about this. We ranked Wandavision. I'm pretty sure we ranked it higher than Loki as a collective. Uh, let me see. I have my 2021 MCU here Wandavision above Loki by one point. There you go. Season two brings it up to that point. <laughs> uh, it's already, like, it's done so well. Obviously, season two, we're adding some people to the cast, um, which I enjoy. There's the one agent guy. I don't even know his name who got added. Um, The really bad actor? Yeah, that one. Oh, my God, he's horrible. (laughs) Yeah, he got added. Don't (laughs) love him as an addition, but uh, Ki-Hoo Kwan, Ki-Hoi Kwan. Yep. Fucking wonderful. He's so good. Of um, everything, everywhere, all at once fame. Oh, yeah. So the second he comes on screen, he just steals the scene, every scene that he's in. Yeah, he's had a bit of a a career resurgence. It's been great to see. Tom Hiddleston absolutely feasts to... uh, You could tell he cares a lot about the Loki character, and that could be a big difference why this series seems so much better than all the other ones. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the main reason why you're uh, sleeping on WandaVision a little bit here, and you're saying this is the best thing since Endgame is because we've just kind of gotten a lot of poo-poo. I said best writing. We've got better writing than GOTG3. Oh, fuck. See? Don't be a prisoner of the moment, Ty. It's up there, though. (laughs) (laughs) But everything, all the shows have been so horrible since then that uh, I think it's just so much better by comparison. But I'm excited, man. There's intrigue. I think this episode has done more to build up Kang than anything else has. Uh, you know, in the MCU. I mean, we've really only gotten Quantum Mania and like little inklings here and there. Yeah. But this is like one episode they built Kang up as this terrifying presence, and we don't even really s- we don't see him at all. We, we see, see a statue see, of him, and, yeah, and statue it. paintings, all that stuff. We don't actually see him. Um, and I'm assuming. Again, Jonathan Majors, obviously there's a lot of stuff outside of the uh Marvel Cinematic universe that has been um potentially slowing this down. I'm guessing this confirms that uh I don't know, they're moving forward. Yeah, I, I mean, regardless of what happened, I'm pretty sure it's been um not like found innocent, but I think they whatever it is when you just pay money to drop the case. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Settlement. happened. Settlement and i think it's just kind of wiped away and they're they're still moving forward with him i'm curious to see if they cut back on king's involvement mm-hmm. if it's going to be more tva centered where they planned on it being more king centered yeah um i'm wondering if they had any like changes in the editing room and post but well, uh loki executive producer in o- earlier in october told variety that loki is the first marvel series to never have any additional photography um okay I don't right. really I, – I don't know what to make of that. Now, Marvel has confirmed that the Jonathan Major situation at the studio has confirmed – this is horrible writing. Sorry. I don't want – I'm not going to say who wrote this. <laughs> Marvel has confirmed the Jonathan Major situation at the studio as complicated. Okay. In an interview with BuzzFeed, Wright then asked about how he feels the audience will react to Majors returning the franchise after assault charges when public said – i can't i couldn't say how they'll react my hope is they are engrossed by the story and not only his performance but all performances there's a reason why i said it's the story we set out to make it's a good story and it's a really beautifully performed by everybody so my hope is that people embrace and enjoy it but i also understand understand it's a complicated situation so that's kind of just a nothing burger yeah no big time um nothing yeah he's been dropped by uh entertainment 360 pr firm but nothing is indicating that they're going to recast him. Other movies have recast him. The Man in My Basement, recasting him. Wow. So Was I he know. the man in the basement in that movie? I'm guessing so. His next trial date is set for October 25th, 2023. So not fully dropped. Yeah, Marvel's not making any hasty decisions. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I know they used AI for the poster. Some people are pissed off about that. Really? Yeah, The like the main season two poster of Loki's, like, Loki, and it's like a, a walkway swirling around him. Yeah. AI-generated. Maybe if shit hits the fan, they just throw this whole show into the AI machine, change his face. That's AI generated? Yeah, big time. You can see if you zoom in on, like, the people, like, their hands look wonky, their faces look a little wonky. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Why didn't they just use uh, AI to, like, generate it and then, like, have their actual good graphic designers go in and, like, actually put good designs of the people in it? Because they'd have to pay them? Yeah. Strike, you know? Fair enough. Uh, everything out, outside the movie world aside, I obviously don't condemn anything that Jonathan Majors was alleged to do. He's a very good actor. You don't so condemn it? I don't. I do condemn it. There you go. I don't support it. Yes, I do condemn it. Um, <laughs> now, he's a very good actor, and I'm he's going to put in a good performance in this. So that I do know. Yeah, you're not wrong there. So, now, while watching this, Jay, how much of Quantumanium was in your mind? zero yeah didn't think about it once i'm just trying to get rid of that entirely i'm gonna pretend it never happened we didn't get any of king in that mm-hmm. um i'm just going based on on the the man who what the fuck did they call it he who remains he who remains well we're not getting he who remains in this we're getting uh like the timekeeper victor no but in whatever. my in my brain that's the last thing i got of him I, the quantum manium king was kind of like the dumb bully king yeah he was just kind of dumb but i feel like that's also big bad king it was just bad writing in the movie. I think it's going to be the same, like, he's top-level king. Nah, I, I mean, you're probably right, but yeah. I don't know. We already know that was supposed to be Fantastic Four, and it wasn't. So million percent. That was your best take ever. Honestly, we've done the podcast a lot of over 200 reviews, a lot of episodes. That might be your best take ever. Mm. I'd have to go back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, Ty. Loki, uh, very exciting. And I wanted to bring up, too, speaking about bad MCU shows, That's Daredevil. I'm not sure you see. Have you seen this? Completely uh, is resetting. They have already started filming and writing and all of that. And they're just completely resetting. And they're going to start from scratch, which I'm happy with. Like rather than releasing a bad product, like you're one of the, you are the biggest production company in the world. Yeah. Just say stop. (laughs) Like don't release something bad if it's going to be bad. Like, hey, we can do something good here. Let's try this again. It's going to cost so much fucking money. If all the other shows had a $200 million budget and this is supposed to be like an 18-episode series that they had to stop and rework, are, are we closing in on half a bill to make this series? I don't know, man. They probably had AI write the first four episodes, so they didn't actually have to pay for any of the writing. So, Did you see the report that Daredevil, um, the titular character of the series, was not going to be Daredevil in his suit until episode four? I did, yeah. Just a wild fucking thing. Probably not the first time they've done something like that. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but... Just make you wait and wait and wait? Well, just maybe not Marvel specifically, but there's definitely been movies or TV shows where that's been the case, where it's like, hey, the whole point of the show is this, and we don't get it till yeah. no, X, Y, and Z. 100%, but you're telling me I was going to sit through three whole fucking episodes of just legal drama? Maybe. You love Daredevil. Suits, Suits is really big on Netflix. It's like the number one streaming show in the fucking world last month. Yeah. Maybe they are just like, hey... What With if we just make suits? What if we just do suits, but then we sprinkle in some superhero? yeah, I'm just I don't know, you're a big deer. I never watched the original Daredevil, well me either, oh, really, I thought you watched the Netflix Daredevil. Yeah. The only wow. Netflix show I watched was highly regarded as the worst one, and it was Iron Fist, and everyone hated that, so that was fine. Iron Fist, Nick Cage, not Nick Cage, Nick. What's the nah, no, just ignore it. Dan Danny Rand is the character. I don't know who Wasn't there one? There was a Marvel show called like Nick Cage. Not Nick Cage. That's the actor. <laughs> that's that is very much. Luke man. Cage? Luke Cage. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I don't know. Hopefully it's uh them reworking it is just as good as Loki season two because I don't think I'm gonna stick around for these MCU shows. I think I'm gonna be in and out with Loki. Um I don't know how far behind I am missing the last two MCU shows. I'm gonna find out when Miss Marvel's comes out next month and I haven't watched Miss Marvel but for the time being, I'm very happy with what we're getting from Loki. Season 2, Episode 1. Episode 2 drops Thursday night, uh, 9 p.m., I believe, uh, Pacific Standard Time. Can't wait. Pacific Daylight Time, I think, technically, actually, right now. And it's going to be great. Left Episode 1 on a cliffhanger. You know what's good? It's always a good sign when you're watching a show and it ends and you're like, oh, my God, it's already over. Yeah. Like, that's, that's when the, the best show feeling. is good. I mean, and, it's a bad feeling, but it's a good feeling. Like, there, some of the other MCU properties we watched, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's over. Cool. Like, okay, that was something. I also uh, was looking back at Locust Season 1. Only six episodes. Yeah, sure. thought there was more than that. Oh, no, short. So I hope we get maybe a little bit more, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I will say the writer or creator it doesn't really say what his overall role was for this, Michael Waldron. Um, he's written for, like, Rick and Morty. He's done a couple of shorts. Did a TV show called Heels. Yeah, wrestling show. Wrestling show. I mean, it has good reviews. Um, he wrote on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which... Okay. Uh, okay. It was decent. It was okay. He's, he is actively... He's a part of the writing team for Secret Wars. So, I feel like that's good. Because whatever this man does, you, Marvel needs to pay him more to do more stuff. Yeah. Because Season 1, banger. Season 2, off to a great start. If this connects, like make him more of a part of your creative team. Maybe they will. I hope so. Because I, I look, man, you find these guys who'd like do a great job. And then I feel like they just kind of like ignore it rather than letting them cook a little bit more. Let them cook a little bit more. Well, yeah. Cause Lord Feige can't have anyone outshining him. Yeah. No shit. Dodgers are a pathetic baseball team. Uh, before <laughs> we, uh, move on to totally killer and we talk about a movie where they were trying to solve the murder, a murder case and stop it from happening. I'll ask you one last question about Loki, too. Who's the one that zapped him at the end of the episode? Oh. To get, make sure he gets back in time. What was the, it's not zapped. What did they call it? Pruning? Pruning? Who's the one who pruned him? Probably bad actor, dude. Really? I don't know. I saw one take on, uh, maybe it was Reddit. I don't remember. But uh, someone said it was Loki from the future. Yeah, I don't hate that. Because you hear, obviously we have this convoluted timeline, so maybe it's like this time is a circle thing. Yeah. And, uh, you hear Sylvie say, oh, there you are. I've been waiting for you. And the, the theory was that, oh, she saw Loki, the other Loki walking up with the mm-hmm. prune. And he knew that the old Loki had to go back in time yeah. at that specific moment. So he pruned his ass.
0: That okay, hold on though, time.
1: Jay. This is going to hurt my brain because if, that didn't, if he didn't make it and he was like, fuck, I have to go to the future to save myself. He just doesn't exist anymore. Well, he found out that Something happened. I don't know. It's <laughs> Dude, they're breaking all the time rules here. Time rules hurt my brain. And the phone was ringing. Who was calling on yeah, the phone? That's the other one I've seen a lot of people talking about. Who's calling? Miss Minutes? Fourth timeline Loki. Another timeline. Yeah. So two future Lokis team up. He, one says, I'll call to distract him. The other one says, okay, I'll sneak up behind him. Okay. Two Lokis working together to save one Loki. I also saw someone get completely dunked on on Twitter because they were, like, they were making the Jonathan Majors point or the the Kang point that, you know, he's built up to be this big bad and everything. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, this is Loki who literally had to see watch Thanos, you know, blah, 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 and he's this scared of he who remains. That just shows you how powerful it was. And, like, everyone in the comments, is like, bro, this isn't the same Loki. This is the Loki from 2012. This isn't the Loki that was killed yeah. by Thanos. And the guy tried, like, backtracking it catch up up on your fucking MCU dog. Well, the guy was like, well, he still that Loki still worked for Thanos. So he understood how dangerous he was. And everyone was just like, no, like he was working with Thanos at that time. It wasn't really like a, it was a mutual arrangement. Yeah. He wasn't Thanos by then shit. It wasn't even Josh Brolin. It was some, his head looked completely different. Entirely. Thanos got CGI. He got makeup. He got a face job. Oh yeah. So Thanos went down to Mexico, found a good uh, classic (laughs) surgeon. It was just a classic case of someone being wrong. And instead of like, being like, oh, shit, yeah, I forgot about that. He was like, no, actually, counterpoint, even if it was like, oh, he had to face Thanos and all this, that's how much scarier He Who Remains is. Oh, my God, Misa's snoring, and I thought it was my mic. Sorry, I just got a little scared. Dodgers got back-to-back hits. Are we back? That's nah, two outs. You're going to blow it. Yeah, but at least gets Mookie and Freddie another about, so my bet can maybe hit. Um, let's get into Totally Killer, Tie before I start uh, thinking too much about the Dodgers and get very sad. <laughs> Why don't you read me the synopsis? 35 years ago, the sweet 16 killer murdered three girls and then disappeared. Now, he's returned and claimed a fourth victim on a Halloween night. However, when the victim's daughter goes back in time, she has a chance to rewrite history and stop him before he attacks. I, I got a little bit lower there for like a scary movie. Like, ooh. You always get lower when you read your synopsis. No, but I, I did a little bit different there. I just want to set the tone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> totally killer tie the straight to streaming movie amazon prime video it has a pause while i look it up 85 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah 81 percent audience score yeah people Strange. are liking this movie range oh jason not liking this movie i mean well the, the scale will bear out how i felt about this movie um it, it's you know it's kind of like a i don't it's called a horror comedy it's not really very scary um it's more like a slasher comedy yeah yeah a lot of 80s uh you know they go back to the 80s and it's a lot of 80s stuff people love the 80s it's hot right now uh i think it's always been hot i think the 80s is just sick it was hot in the 80s and it just stayed hot forever it's just always like fuck remember the 80s what would you do if you got to spend one week in the 80s oh fuck man probably just like coke I'll try 80s coke and then go out to a club. Well, as per this, I fucking movie, love 80s music. No, I definitely do coke and then go dancing. I <laughs> to the I get down to, Yeah, I get down to some 80s music. You definitely, you grow out your hair. Yeah, no, I fit right in. People you... are going to be like, oh, where'd you get your hair permed? <laughs> I'm like, this is all natural, baby. Oh, man, Ty. I love it. You're uh, rocking a real fucking, is a stiff collar? Is that an 80s thing? No, I don't know what a stiff collar is. I don't know, just like the collar popped up. Like okay, folded? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be rocking that shit. Uh it looks like this movie was all made by uh it was just made for Amazon. I was trying to do some research. Usually I have some fun facts for you about like, oh, this was originally bought by this, but then this happened. No, it was uh it was prime original baby. Yeah, Amazon Studios and Bloomhouse Television Bloom actually House. uh were the two partners who worked together on this. Now Bloomhouse has a lot of other things underneath it. Uh I believe. Actually, I'm not sure about that. Oh, so no, Bloomhouse. excuse me. Uh produce the purge. Yeah, they produce v- Paranormal Activity, Insidious. Like a lot of the scary movies get out. The, uh, they're like the go to for like horror slasher. Glass. Past like decade. Happy Death Day to you. Our favorite movie Halloween Ends. Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> if you're gonna make a scary movie, this is interesting. This is like a deep dive. Does Bloomhouse just dominate the scary slash whatever movie? Yes. Genre? No, I don't even think it's a question. It's just yes. But, like, is it one of those things where, like, they unfairly dominate it? Like, they have a monopoly when they shouldn't. Oh. Yes. I still think yes. (laughs) Um, Tangent, real quick. I know this is a movie podcast. (laughs) You said tangent, and I was like, I've never seen that movie. (laughs) uh, Tangent, real quick. I know this is a movie podcast, and this is totally out of left field. I have this deep dive idea. You're looking at the TV. Did something just happen? I scored. The Dodgers scored a run. We're only down by three. Um. I have this deep dive like YouTube video slash article, something I noticed on the road trip. I think I told you this before. There's a lot of random Indian restaurants, like at truck stops. Like we would be in the middle of Tennessee and it'd be like Indian cuisine at this truck stop. And it's just the most random thing ever because like I've heard Indian food's delicious. I'm I've always wanted to try it. I'm going to save myself to try it for London. Cause London has like a really good Indian food scene. Cause there's yeah. a lot of you're closer kind of like Mexican food here. There's a lot of Indian people right. who live in London. Um, but, like, I, like, it's weird. Like, in California, it's obviously very diverse. So, like, seeing an Indian restaurant here, there's one right down the street, actually. Yeah. Isn't as strange? But to see it in a truck stop in Arkansas, it's like, okay, that's a little weird. But to see it over and over and over again, I feel like there's something going on there. There's one here off of the, the pilot that's by our house, 395. There's It's in, like, a warehouse. It's, like, right down the street in, like, a warehouse. This is Indian cuisine. Hmm. And I have no idea. I just feel like there's something there. Something there that doesn't meet the eye. So this... Is this like racially motivated? No, I just feel like, is there like, I feel like there's a really interesting, like, is there one family who just owns all these? Oh. And it's like a like a, a strategic thing? Because it can't yeah. just be a coincidence, right? So, my, what my brain goes to, and I have nothing to back this up Indian food, never tried it, picked it up for Uber Eats a couple of times, mm-hmm. DoorDash. Yep. Um, it's known to be very p- pungent. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strong smells. My thought process on that is, uh, truckers sit alone all the time, so maybe truckers just don't give a fuck. They're like, I'll eat food that smells. No one else <laughs> got stink in this truck, anyways. And that's the thing is like, and that's I feel like it's a great deep dive, uh, the trucker community and Indian cuisine. Well, <laughs> no. it's just like a great, yeah, a great deep dive thing is like, why is uh, like, is there a correlation between that? You know what I mean, like. I just I, – I don't know. I've had this idea ever since our road trip, and I just – I really want to do it. Indian restaurants popping up along trucking routes. It's an article on News Nation. Are you serious? Punjabi drivers make up to make up close to 20% of the U.S. trucking industry. See, there's the answer. That makes sense. And I'm kind of pissed off that it's already something that's been – Yeah, they uh, they did a full article on this. Is the ending over, Tie? No. I didn't see. I think it, it was pitching change. Dodgers only down 2-4, baby. Um, I typed in, why does the trucking community like Indian? And the first thing that tried to like autofill was Indiana Jones. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Washington Post on this May, 2023. Damn. So I just missed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. When'd you go on your trip? May <laughs> right, yeah. right after that. If you would have just been inspired and flipped it, you could have beat Washington Post. I think the trip started like May 21st. So, wow. Okay. Well, at least I know it's not something like random that I was you know, just randomly picking up on. Yeah. I don't, I think it's just, yeah, there's a big community of truckers who are, you know, from that background and they like that food, man. Fair. Um, back to the movie. Um, (laughs) that was a fun tangent though. Let's jump straight into the scale. Let's talk about plot slash story. Why don't you lead us off? Tell us about it. Mr. Synopsis man. And tell us what you thought. So the movie starts, we got a sweet 16 killer. We Mm. get, we get weird guy. Who's got a podcast shout out. Look, man, no matter how this movie plays out, spoiler alert, he ends up killing someone. Um, we got to show respect to our fellow podcasters and movies. Yeah. He was a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, starts out so. talking about the sixteen sweet 16 killer killed three girls 35 years ago. And then we get the incredible... Um, hold on. I fucking forgot her name. Julie Bowen. Yeah. Great. Uh, of Modern Family fame. Modern Family fame. Wonderful actress. Uh, she gets killed yeah pretty soon i was pretty upset very about that. quick into the movie don't love it yeah. because she's wonderful now i will say whoops some ass though stood up for herself a little bit there that killer he got kind of fucked up and he still was going yeah. on got, i mean that's every fucking horror movie though fair how many times has the whole wing guy been fucking like burnt alive and stabbed and she's like <laughs> i'm a normal <laughs> dude but i'm back fair okay um all-time move to be like, oh, the cops are on the way and just like a slowly walk out the front door just to jump through the fucking back door. All time move by that killer. Yeah. She's like, hey bitch, there's another door. <laughs> Incredible move. Um, she gets killed. Her daughter comes home, witnesses her mom getting killed. She was friends with all the girls who got killed, so she's always been like hyper like fixated on it Mm -hmm. um friends got a friend or daughter has a friend who's really smart makes time machine for class fair look oh excuse you tyler (laughs) great podcasting i will bless you while you were sneezing um oh my god thank you i couldn't hold it together you're good science fair time machine which that's when this movie's like okay then we get a little bit of time travel once we time travel i'm fine with everything that happens there make it like she stumbles like she's running from the killer stumbles into the the town science center mm-hmm. with like phd people not a, you know, 10th grader. Yeah. Goes back to the 80s has to stop the killer. Hangs out with her mom when she was that age. Yeah. Uh, so there's some some plot holes in this or not even plot holes but maybe just plot No, reaches. There's, there's, there's plot holes. Reaches um the conductor time machine. Wild. How you build a time machine in the first place? All this stuff it's the style of movie we're watching, so there's obviously, like, I don't want to not hurt it as much because it's just a dumb movie, but it is just a dumb movie at the end of the day. Yeah. So uh, Dodgers only scored two runs. They could have scored more. Tragic. At least we're in the game. We're a bloop and a blast away. Yeah. Um, uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, but they're very self-aware. They made some self-aware, like, time travel jokes and some self-aware, uh, just other, I feel like it was, there were some subtle nods of, like, yeah, we know some of these premises are ridiculous. Uh, Let's just... Go with it. Yeah. We've got a Back to the Future shout-out and Endgame shout-out. Yeah. Which I feel like Endgame's up there now as a time travel movie in pop culture. Yeah. Next, next like, 30 years, that's going to be referenced with Back to the Future whenever there's time travel involved. I mean, it's the second top grossing movie of all time, so... Well, yeah, but it's already happened, like, a couple of times, where it's just, like, Endgame is also, like, Back to the Future now. Yeah. It's also pretty fresh, so... no, it's going to keep happening, though. So, I had a big problem with the story, the plot... Um, there the killer was revealed to be Mr. The Principal. Ooh. Was that who it was? Because I had no idea who the younger versions of those people the, were. The younger version was the principal, and then the new version was the podcaster who wanted to keep the story alive, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Called that, like, literally the second he's doing the podcast. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker kills somebody. hundred percent. So I think they were trying to do a little bit of a twist the first reveal. Like, oh, it wasn't that guy. And yeah. then it was like, nope, double twist. It is that guy. That kid, even when he was a kid, was still six inches taller than everyone else. Mm-hmm. He was very tall. Yeah. Yet, when he had his mask on, same size as everyone else. Was he? I feel like the guy with the mask was taller than everyone I feel like it wasn't as noticeable of a difference as when he didn't have the mask on. You right. think he had a body double under the mask? Yeah, I don't think... I, I I just don't cast your killer to be a guy who's way taller than everyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that just that didn't make any sense. And also... The ending didn't really make sense. She comes back to present day and her mom, you know, things changed. So like her mom had a son and her mom named her a different name, Colette, yeah. and all that stuff. But like back in time, back in the 80s, where did her mom think she was going to go? Like she was fighting in that, that space spinner, which I one time had the person stop when we were on it. I don't know if you remember that. Hmm. Oh, thank God you don't remember. That was one of my most embarrassing moments ever. Uh, it was just you and I and one of those in Scandia, and I had them shut it down five minutes in, five seconds in. No shit. You bitched out on it? We wrote it a lot in sixth grade, and I loved it. We went back in like middle school with our your family. I remember someone in our like sixth grade field trip or something threw up on that. Oh, I wrote it like four times that day. I loved it. Yeah. We went back with your family, and I think we had ate and eaten just before, and it was like fried Scandia food, and then decided— the smart thing to do was jump right on it right Spin after eating. and around as fast as possible. And I literally, like wall. five seconds in, I was like, I can't ride this. And I told him, like, can you please stop? And me and you just walked out. And we didn't try riding it the rest How of the day. embarrassing. So. I'm glad you brought that back so I can make fun of you in the future. You rather me thrown up on you? No? <laughs> I wouldn't, have. I wouldn't so, have preferred that. Um where did she think she was going though? She was helping fight the killer in the tilta world, and then you know, she kicks her out of the tilta world and her mom flies out, whatever. And then she goes back to the future in the tilta world. I'm just gonna call it a tilta whirl, Gravitron, in the Gravitron. Where did her mom think that the foreign student exchange went? Foreign exchange student went. She thinks she just disappeared? That she went in the tilt a whirl and then when it stopped, she was just gone? Yeah. No, that's a great point. Like, they didn't, they could have just done a little bit to explain, like, what the mom thought, why she wasn't there. Just this person showed up in your life during a very critical moment where your friends got murdered. Yeah. For a week, and then that person just never shows up again. And you never realize, like, huh, that kind of looks like my daughter. Yeah. Like, down the line, like, holy shit. That, they, even if it was something like her mom did a Claire Dumphy. we'll call her Claire Dumphy. Yeah, that's fair. Did a double take, like, huh, you know what I mean? Like, a... Don't ever address it though. They don't ever say anything. Yeah, all I need is a little double take. Yeah, don't get it. So one it thing is that what it is. one thing that really pissed me off was everyone like wore the masks of that serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um, how do they know what mask he had on? How do they know what he looked like? Repeat that question. Sorry. Everyone wore the masks for like the thirty-five years afterwards. Mm-hmm. How do they know what he looked like? He never got caught. Good point. I don't know. He was still missing, but it was just like, yeah, it's this dude with this mask on. What do you mean, how do they know what he looked like? Because, like, everyone, like, when the guy's, like, introducing, like, oh, this is where they killed, he, yeah. like, killed or yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. they all have the masks on. Yeah. So, the you're guy... saying they never saw him with the mask on? Well, that's what I'm saying. He never got caught, so how did they know he yeah, had that mask fair. on? That's fair. That's a good point. What was that mask from? Why did that mask exist in the first place before there was a serial killer wearing it? Where did he buy it? That's a good point. How would they know what masks to wear? again they could have just shown a picture of the killer maybe they did maybe there was in the no they didn't okay so the podcaster no there's idea, an but... easy thing just show a picture like they got a picture of him running away or something yeah give me that because otherwise i'm like they never caught him no one knows what he looks like no one knows what the masks look like exactly what the masks looks like that's why i was getting confused by your question yeah, yeah, yeah. no one knows <laughs> what he looks like but the mask um that's a good point also like do people dress up as real life serial killers does anyone do that? Because that feels I'm sure, very insensitive. I'm, I'm sure it's a thing. There's just like, like actively you're going up to Claire Dunphy's house. Dress as like, hey, remember when this guy killed three of your friends? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I do. Here's some candy, little kid. <laughs> Wild move to just stay in the same town too. I'm long gone. Oh yeah. Never to be seen again. Three of my friends get murdered by a serial killer. <laughs> I'm, I might be in me Canada. Sebastian, Miko, and Conrad and Brandon all get murdered. Yeah. You're gone. I you'll you'll never see me again I'm in TJ <laughs> well I'll be dead so well no one else will ever see me again. <laughs> I'm in Mexico I learn a new language you, you'd be worried you were next yeah I'd be out <laughs> that feels very isolated <laughs> very specific yeah um look it was self-aware there were some plot holes some stuff that didn't make sense time travel movies are always difficult to kind of pull this off this this give and take whatever I liked uh, some things about it. I liked the kind of twist, even though it didn't make sense because of his height, of who the, the old killer was and then it being different from the new killer. I also liked uh, the element they added, how stuff she was doing in the past was actively changing stuff that was happening in the present. I liked how they did that. There's never like been the, a movie that did that like What did they call it? The Berenstein Bear yeah, effect? The Mandela effect. Mandela effect. Yeah. I fucking like that we've never seen like a movie tackle that where it's like, at least I haven't yeah. where it's like, where you're going to see exactly how this is affecting modern day as it's happening in the eighties. Yeah. So that was a fresh, unique take, but I mean, there's still some holes in this and it's just the type of movie it is. I gave it a 10 out of 20. Yeah. I mean, I'm right there with you. I like a lot of the stuff they did. I think if they don't do those things to stand out, I'm giving this like a four. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just so cookie cutter plain Like this movie has been made a million times, but They do some cool things that make it kind of its own unique version of this story. Um, I'm I'm one point higher than you. I'm at an 11. I think the murder, you know, serial killer, murder mystery, podcast guy, oh, like so predictable, so easily seen. Um, But the different little things they did to stand out from the other movies that kind of tackle this whole thing, I appreciate that. A lot of red herrings in this movie too. You got the dad as a red herring. You got the... Whatchamacallit as a red herring. Whatchamacallit? The the creeper kid. Yeah. That turned into a janitor. Yeah. Oh, he turned into a janitor? Yeah, he was before she tried time traveled. He was like a janitor. janitor. Like looking at her. And then after that he was like a video game developer Mm -hmm. or something, right? You know what I thought they were gonna do, and it would have been cool. And I don't know if they could have pulled this off and had it made sense that somehow that the daughter was the one who was going back in time and causing these murders to happen in the first place. Oh, and then you get in some complicated time loop conversation. Yeah, that's and a that's, problem. <laughs> that's where it gets confusing. <laughs> so, but that's what I thought like their twist was going to be or, or something, but it wasn't. So, yeah. Cause like the reason I thought that was like, she suggested go into a condo and then they go to the cabin. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, they were at the cabin because that's what she's, she suggested. So, and then, you know, but then a different girl ended up getting murdered in the cabin. So that kind of threw that away right away. It, it completely changed history. Yeah. On, like, the events you know they were it. in the exact same place by coincidence, as the original. Well, because she thought it was a condo, but she just didn't understand the difference between condo and cabin. Yeah, but she the girl originally got murdered in the cabin. Yeah, she was trying to steer them away from the cabin and inadvertently still steered them towards the cabin. Yeah, that they were going to be at anyways. Yeah, it's like she convinced them of going there, but in reality they were already going to go there anyways. So yeah. I don't know. I I'm just time travel movies very convincing. wild. Wild move to go have like a French trip. Two days after one of your group members gets murdered, I was just thought of something and uh, it's I don't know if I want to say it out loud. Just say so it out I, loud. Redact no, the name. Redact the names. No, it's nothing with names. It's just you're going to give me shit. Would you go to a party two days after I got murdered? No, on my 16th birthday. It was, no- it was birthday? nothing about that. It was about how we're talking about time travel movies are confusing going back in time. I was about to say, why don't they make a time travel movie where they go in the future and like do something? Oh, the tomorrow war. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, exactly it. So you don't have to deal with the complicated Well, I guess if you're going in the future, if you die in the future, you're still complicating everything. No, if you die in the future, then you just go back to your original. But if you're die if you're in the from the past, you go in the future, you die in the future. Past you never exist, so... Past you definitely did exist. But like your death would then have a butterfly effect on what was happening in the future and then there would No, but the tomorrow were actually kind of uh they did a good job address that because then it wasn't like anyone who doesn't have descendants. They like figured it out. Yeah. You know, that actually was a pretty decent. Premise, well, it was a that good movie. fucking movie, man. I'll have to rewatch it. I'm glad you're coming <laughs> around on it. You just had to make it think it was your idea to think it was good. <laughs> I appreciate that out of you. Yes. Someone else's concept. Fuck that. But when you think of it, it's like, OK, how about this? You yeah. say the creator could have been so much better that you wish, you know, someone else could remake it. I, I think the Tomorrow War could have been so much better. Why don't we get Christopher Nolan to make the Tomorrow War? I would love that. With a Tomorrow, tomorrow. War 2. Tomorrow the War. The day after Tomorrow War. <laughs> Christopher Nolan directing, Tom Cruise starring. No, Chris Pratt. Bring him back. Oh, can Tom Cruise still be in it? Yeah, of course. Was, will Tom Cruise ever be a side character in any movie he does from now on? I don't know. He played a great villain in Tropic <laughs> Thunder, man. <laughs> Key elements. uh, It's a slasher movie. It's got the 80 vibes. It's got some comedy. Why are you making that... Why would you just make that I, face? There was a lot of scenes where I'm like, this could be modern day or the 80s. I can't tell. They leaned into some 80s stuff. I, well, I'll hold off. The on outfits, that. the hairstyles, mm. the bullying and how they always talked about you can't do that in 2023, but they yeah. were doing it in eight, 1987. I liked the PE teacher. Fair. Yeah. Felt like an 80s PE teacher. It did. As someone born in 1998. <laughs> I felt like we were back in the 80s again. I was born in 1998 as well, so I don't know what the 80s was actually like. Yeah. I thought it was moderately funny. It actually got some decent chuckles out of me. Uh, I wouldn't say it was like groundbreakingly funny. Uh, it wasn't overly scary, but it was almost supposed to be like a campy horror. It wasn't supposed to be like a true horror. Yeah, almost yeah. like a like a Renfield kind of situation. And that's the movie I kind of found myself comparing it to in this category. And ironically enough, without even knowing it, I gave it the exact same score in this category. Uh, I gave this a 13 out of 20 tie. Oh, okay for key elements. so I I had a good time with it. I liked the fish out of water element and her like modern day commentary on like 80 shit. like usually it's kind of cringeworthy. I feel like it it worked well. they just kind of sprinkled it in enough here. yeah to where like I I don't know I was laughing throughout. I liked her frustration with it and all the dumb 80s stuff and and like you you know I I think the dialogue and everything was very 80s heavily like heavy. Yes, it was. They were were saying a lot of shit. They were doing a lot of shit that people would do in the 80s. Um, I liked that she ate six weed brownies and didn't feel it. Because weed's different back (laughs) in the day. Yeah, weed's better now. Um, That made me laugh. So I'm a few points higher than you. I, I don't think this was meant to be a scary movie whatsoever. Like, it's literally just like the slasher category, which is not always supposed to be like jump scares and scaring the fuck out of you. As someone who hasn't really seen a lot of slashers, so it scares me watching Mookie Betts bat in the postseason. Yeah, strike out right now. Is that Zach Allen pitching? Where they got him in? No, he just pitched the other game. It's a oh. summer lever. Who? It, you know, it's just a big spot. No outs. Runner on first. Just put the ball in play. You know, don't play. Don't play sw- coming up. Let's swing at a ball at my head and then swing at a ball at my shins. Yeah, you're a short guy too, Mookie Betts. So, and that's coming from Tyler. Yeah, stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm at a 16 out of 20 on this. I'm like three points higher than you. I had a good time with it. I think the comedy worked. I think the the '80s vibe and the time travel part worked. And there there was murder. There was mur- now, a lot of murder. I also want to know: in when she goes back in time, is he still called the Sweet Sixteen Killer who stabbed people sixteen times? Because they didn't let him get sixteen stabs off on one of his victims. <clears throat> Two of the first stabs ended up in the waterbed. Oh, okay. So now he's the Sweet Fourteen Killer. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't have the same bell. Like, is that killer who still very much killed two to three people? I don't remember. Is he known as something different? I don't know. They never referred to him as anything, so I don't – I don't. maybe he is. As we saw, the band changed names, so maybe he's no longer referred to as a six, Sweet Sixteen Killer. Band did change names. Changed from uh, Killer Instinct to uh, – what was it? Waterbed Dreams or something like that? Some, yeah, something. Something uh, stupid. Visual cinema- cinematography, tie. What do you think? I love that laugh at uh at the strike out there for the Dodgers. Um this movie so look, it is an Amazon movie. It does not stand out necessarily. I think some of the wardrobe kind of works for the 80s. There isn't a whole lot else going on. I think some of the music, maybe I'm being a little too harsh on it because I did like some of the music choices. The wardrobe worked, but there was a lot where I was just like this is this is 2023. Like nothing makes this stand out differently than a modern day movie um it doesn't do anything special really i like the slasher parts yeah i like those fight scenes and and again going through the front door coming right back through the back door <laughs> incredible fight <laughs> meta choreography. very meta i loved it um but i'm at a 9 out of 20 i don't think this did anything memorable visually but i don't think it did anything bad i think it had a couple of good things time travel movie set piece not set piece set in time what the fuck do they call that? Timepiece? Timepiece? Time? Piece? time, piece? Uh, time no, I don't know. Right. I don't know either. I don't know what you're trying to say. I'll be honest. Just like a '80s like movie I period have. piece. There it is. Period piece from the '80s. Game's Dodgers over. are uh, done. Well, they got one more inning, but ah, they're done. That was the heart of the lineup. Write an article about that. So you know, I'm not gonna shit on it too bad, but I do think nine out of twenty is fair. Yeah, I. I Pretty much gave it the same score. Um, I I think I liked the 80s... What'd you call it? Set piece? What, what, period piece. Period piece. I thought, you know, it wasn't the best thing set in the 80s ever. I've never seen Stranger Things, but... Um, done much better. Never seen it. I thought it was done well enough. Uh, I did like the music. I... I I like that. There was some bad CGI in this, but it was watched on the bad CGI TV. But, again, are you expecting great CGI uh, in a movie like this? That part just completely blocked, Like it went out of my memory. Yeah, so it, it, very minimal. They don't lean into it, obviously, as they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I give it a 10 out of 20. It's just – you know what I want to see out of one of these movies? What's that? Somebody who's – well, not <laughs> very specific. But if you're on a Gravitron and you're having a fight <laughs> on a Gravitron – I wanted her to just, like, let go of the knife and let the centrifugal force, like, go and stab him on the wall. Got it. thought that would have been cool. Okay. It would have been out of ten if they would have done that. Yeah, I think, like, look, this movie's not great. It has bad CGI when he uses it. This movie's not great visually. Uh, maybe it's a little bit lower, but I do think there's at least uh, some style to it. And that's always going to give it a little bit of a boost when you have some sort of, you know, style versus just being vanilla blanket you know this movie at least had that st- that stylistic intention to it and that's always gonna give it you know a better score than a movie like vacation friends 2 which has absolutely no style with bad cgi <laughs> correct <laughs> or uh transformers no well transformers got a worse score quantum Manium, just really bad cgi flash really bad cgi so trying to think of one that i gave yeah, bad characters tie Firestarter bad CGI bad CGI two actually in terms of bad CGI. Oh characters. I didn't like, I shouldn't say I didn't like anyone in this. I didn't really love anyone in this film. Um, there was no performances that really like took me away. Uh, I thought it was kind of one of those casts where like, it maybe could have been helped by, a a big name actor. I think you're trying to get to something here, Jay. You told me before. Okay, so I did say I do have like a, a casting I think they wanted. It's not a big name actor though, so I don't think oh. that really fits into this. I think the main girl the first person I thought of was Chloe Grace Moretz. I was like I feel like they wanted her to be the main character and she had scheduling conflicts, so she had to they had to pick someone else. No, she's already done a scary movie thing like this. Carrie? No, she's done something different. What the fuck? Tom and Jerry? That was a pretty scary movie. What the fuck's the name of the thing she's in? Tom and Jerry? Am I thinking of something? That was fucking terrifying. (laughs) Maybe I'm thinking of a different... Oh, she's in a scary movie. That wasn't what I was thinking. I don't know. I just thought instantly I felt like... I was like, that feels like the actress that... I felt like this main actress, nothing against her personally, just kind of felt like a little bit of a dollar store ripoff of Chloe Grace Moretz. No, there's someone who looks just like this girl but is more... Also, the main actor, the, oh, not the main actor, but fucking the dad looked a lot like uh, MMA, retired MMA fighter, Chael Sonnen. He did. He very much did. I didn't know who that was. You brought that up. Great point. Yeah. If you've seen this, if you're this far in the podcast, you've always seen this movie. Go look up Chael Sonnen. It looks just freaking like the dad in this yeah. movie. You'd be like, oh, shit. That does look like him. All the teenage actors were whatever. They were tropey. I mean, they weren't teenagers. They were adults. But, you know, acting as teenagers. Um I gave this a 10 out of 20. It's like I didn't really love anyone. I didn't really hate anyone. I just felt like it was the most middle-of-the-line performances possible. Um, I think of other movies like A Haunting of Venice, which got a 10. Movies like um, you know, In That Same Ballpark that got a 10. Like uh, Fast X got a 12. Don't know how that happened. Oh, I know how it happened. John Cena. Bros <laughs> got a 10. McKenna Grace. The Gray Man got a 10. Look up McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace. One million percent, they wanted her because it looks like the exact same person. I could see that as well. She's actually seventeen too, so she would have uh, fit the age. Fit the, fit the age. Yeah, that's who I thought it was for part of this movie, and I was like, "Nah, it's a little different." She's been in like other bigger things too, so I feel like that's who they were going for. The main actress in this was Kiernan, Kiernan, Kiernan Shipka, twenty three years old. So, Shipka. Was so not the age. Sick last name. Um, you said you gave it a 10? Yeah. I love a good ensemble cast. I'm not going to lie to you. I liked a bunch of the little pieces of this. I don't think anyone blew me away with their performance. Um, but the lead actress worked good. She was good with her comedic timing. Yep. I like all the smaller roles. I liked the 80s Mean Girl group as a whole. None of them necessarily stood out, but I liked their vibe on screen when they were all together. Um, I think they did exactly what was needed of them. I also think that the younger version of the dad was just great 80s douchebag. Yeah. Did a real good job of being very dislikable. Teen wolf. A million percent. <laughs> um, so I'm thir- I'm 13 out of 20. I'm a few points higher than Wow. Me. I liked them. I liked the comedic timing. I liked what they all did on screen. Again, no incredible performances, but as 80s teenagers, like that's they did a very good job of what they wanted to do with this movie to make it a comedy horror. Yeah. It, it fully fucking worked for me fair i'm glad you liked them more than i did because i was just whatever about them and i do love an ensemble cast (laughs) you do (laughs) enjoyment jay look this movie was an easy watch i wouldn't really say i loved it i don't know it's not like this isn't the type of movie i usually seek out to watch uh i'll recommend it to the right people i think my dad would like it uh this seems like it's something right up his alley it's it's I don't think I'm ever going to rewatch it. I'm going to forget about it. We're going to do a podcast 27 weeks from now. And I'm going to be like, totally killer. What was that one about? And then I'll remember. uh, And I'll be like, Oh, I actually gave it a, this score out of a hundred. Huh? I gave it a 13 out of 20. Like I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I went into it, not really expecting much straight to prime. No big named actors really. Um, And as it went on, like, I was kind of like, look, we do a movie every week. We watch a lot of movies. Sometimes you got homework movies where it's like time to watch this movie. No movies homework for me. I went into it a little bit like that. It grabbed me throughout. And I was like genuinely interested in enjoying this film. Um, I don't think it's one of my favorites ever, but I, I do think it's up there. I had a good time with it. Like for a movie that I was expecting to be bored and just get through to actually like grab my attention and have a good time with it that's going to get some love for me. I would totally recommend this to people, especially if they liked like this slasher comedy type vibe. Okay. Um, I'm at a 15 out of 20. I'm a few points higher here as well. A few points higher across the board, Ty. Yeah. I, I had a pretty good time with this movie. I don't think it's groundbreaking. I don't think it's incredible, but especially for a straight to streaming movie like this, like I think it was pretty fucking good. Well, what does pretty effing good translate to out of a score for one to 100? Uh, I finished with a score of sixty-four out of a hundred. What do you give Jay? Wow! So you didn't even come in within the lines, one point short. Well, I definitely didn't come in within the lines oh. because I gave it a fifty-six out of one hundred tie, giving us a combined score of sixty out of a hundred, making this the hundred and forty-second out of two hundred and one films we have reviewed. It is with the likes of. Hey, speaking of movies that we'll review and forget about, The Little Things. <laughs> um that's the standard <laughs> snake eyes gi joe origins the prom more recently a haunting in venice mm. um i've forgotten about the little thing yeah. so much that i'll never forget about it again yeah it's, if that it's, makes sense it's fully it's gone full circle to being the least <laughs> memorable but now it's so memorable as the least memorable yeah mm-hmm. first, i don't know how that works first ever 60 never given an exact 60 201 films like that nice round number. Is that like a Scorigami type thing going on here? <laughs> I'm shocked this movie has an 85% Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not saying it's like an objectively bad movie, and I always have that take where it's like that's what Rotten Tomatoes' problem – not problem is, but the it's a simple yes or no yeah. answer, and sometimes it could be slightly yes, but if a lot of people say slightly yes, it's going to have an 85%. Maybe that's – Rotten Tomatoes needs one of those like strongly agree, agree, neutral – Slightly disagree, strongly disagree. You know what I mean? Like one of those. I think that goes five options. I think that goes against their whole platform, though. Well, that's why the within the lines movie ranking scale is better. We both would give it a rotten. You talked about how much fun you had with this, but by the scale, you give it a rotten. And with our scores combined, it's undoubtedly a rotten. We'd be in the the fifteen percent. Tyler, I think what it comes down to is like me and you aren't slasher, aren't horror movie guys. We just aren't. And I think that we're probably in the minority of people because they keep making these horror slasher movies there. I mean, we skipped a couple of the biggest movies at the box office here recently because it was, you know, the nun two and shit like that. Like, yep. Um, so I think we are in the minority with this. And I think that this is like a teen movie where that's the audience. So I don't know. I feel like people who are more closely related to the eighties are going to enjoy this. I feel like people who are younger and like a dumb slasher are going to like this. I feel like this movie just does not fall into our wheelhouse whatsoever and with that being said I was one point short of still giving it fresh fair enough so that makes sense for me I think most people are going to enjoy this and have a good time with this movie will my dad like it maybe probably not but maybe I think he would enjoy it I don't think he'd be like yeah. telling us how wrong we were like he does about everything everything <laughs> we ever do <laughs> um, yeah that's been my whole life uh, <laughs> <I'm> just kidding <laughs> But I don't know. I think he'd enjoy it. Random AI generated synopsis. (gasps) Mm, Clearing my throat. Look, I was trying to do like a horror villain. I couldn't really think of anyone that has like a discernible voice that I could have done. So I just kind of landed at uh, Dracula, and I don't really know how to do Dracula. But then again, do I know how to do any fucking? No, you don't. uh, Just let it cook. Just let it cook. I just the my only thing for Dracula is just you do a lot of V's. Avantu. Yeah. Yeah. In. In the Shadows. It's all... Hol- of- oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's October 11th. You could have committed to this bit and gone to the 99 cent store and got some fake fangs. Envy Shadows of the Modern World. Movie name. Unfolds as a tale... I'm not even doing an impression. No, you're, you're way too soft. Think more like menacing vampire. Envy. Yeah, fuck yeah, Jay. I want to stab you through the fucking heart <laughs> with a wooden stake right now. Envy Shadows. <laughs> Of the modern world, movie name, unfolds as a tale of cunning and ambition. A mortal named Redacted, portrayed by Redacted, stumbles (laughs) upon a humble eatery known as Redacted. With a a thirst for power and an insavitable appetite for success, V embarks on a... (laughs) Relentless journey to transform this modest establishment, in fu in. When do you do the V W's? Yeah, into a global empire. I don't think there's a single W in this. <laughs> As the story unfolds, secrets and, and betrayals yeah, no, good call, emerge, mirroring mirroring the the internal struggle for dominance in the human realm. The film <laughs> is a delicious exploration. <laughs> <laughs> totally mis- <laughs> Of the darkness that resides in the hearts of men. Oh. A thirst for power that rivals even the most unquenchable of vampire desires. Oh, shit. That was probably my worst ever. I respect, uh, I just said Vracula. <laughs> <laughs> Got me all fucked up. I respect Dracula for shouting out the actor with the character's name. <laughs> He's like, this character, portrayed by this actor, put some fucking respect on his name. Um, we're going Ratatouille here, final guess. Oh. No? Mm-mm. thirst for power I thought it was the short guy in the kitchen the dark world I thought we were talking like the sewers he goes on this establishment that's kind of falling apart they lost one of their stars the film I'm shocked right now is the founder the story oh I've never seen the founder fucking McDonald's guy Michael Keaton yeah. how he pretty much stole McDonald's from yeah. I think the McDonald brothers no shit I don't know watch the movie <laughs> I've <laughs> I'm never no, I'm seen not gonna it. do that it's really good, I've heard, and I love Michael Keaton, but uh, I want to do a food-related movie because it's Dracula, you know, yeah. so. Um, and I can't do a Wait, Dracula Wait, what? You want to do food-related because There's, it was Dracula? Dracula eats your, your blood, so <laughs> eat some burgers, you know. Okay, yeah. Dracula might fancy a burger. Can Dracula have human food? Really rare. Okay. Like, hyper-rare. Just get a quick rare, seer. Rare, it doesn't happen often, or it's <laughs> no, raw no, no, meat. No, raw meat. Got it. <laughs> That's why I said quick sear on either side. <laughs> Lots of bloody juice in the center. I think he can. I think he can. He can throw one back. Yeah, human Big Mac. A Big Mac made of humans. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. You can make a secret sauce out of like just human excursions, ex ex exertions, excur. I don't know, Jay. You're the one with a journalist degree, <laughs> not me. <laughs> what movie reviewing next week, Ty? Next week we are reviewing the film. As I pull up the schedule, the burial. Sounds like another sp- very, very spooky movie. Uh, it, I mean, it's that time of year. So we're reviewing the Burial 2023 film. It's got Jamie Foxx, Tommy Lee Jones, Jer- Jernay Smollett. Oh, this is the movie I was petitioning Keith for. Keith Jefferson. Because we didn't have a movie and you kept saying, oh, it doesn't sound good. I hate Jamie Foxx. I never said that. I love Jamie Foxx. It's another rated R. Look, the fucking poster just looks so stupid. Why is Jamie Foxx pointing at me like that in his fucking lawyer outfit? He's telling you to watch it. His glasses. He doesn't need glasses. He's telling you to watch it. Also, Tommy Lee Jones. I don't know. He's a good actor, but it's like... I will say, Jamie Foxx has uh, stars in one of the worst movies we ever reviewed, uh, The Day Shift, or Day Shift, so... That also feels like a movie Tommy Lee Jones was in. Are we sure he wasn't? No, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) No, Tommy Lee Jones was in the... No, see, I'm thinking Tommy Lee Jones was the chief in that movie. Do you remember that movie at all? No, I try not to. There was like the day shift chief, and I was thinking that was the Tommy Lee Jones role. Mm. I'm a fucking idiot. It was a Snoop Dogg role. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, not Tommy Lee. I think that's the only time ever Tommy Lee Jones has been misremembered <laughs> mis- as Snoop Dogg. Yeah, you're probably probably right, Ty. Yeah. Um, well, we can also talk about some Loki. Uh, we kind of soft committed to ourselves that about talking about it and if it, not a lot was going on we could kind of drop it i think there's enough going on through the first episode and probably the second episode to continue talking about it so 100 uh if you'd like to loki talk and you stuck around we'll be back next week it's gonna be the same layout baby yep. hopefully more to talk about yep i can't wait you got anything else jay just pain just a lot of pain and frustration you're doing the jameson or the james It's pain pain everywhere I, I'm not a whole familiar. lot of pain. Oh, is that what James said? I watched like a six minute fucking highlight clip of all the funny shit. James Winston said <laughs> it brings so much joy to my heart. I love that fucking guy. Well, yeah, that's how I feel. So pain everywhere. People who know are laughing right now. <laughs> Got it. Go watch the burial. In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody.